Pur Pur and the Runaway Knees. Pleasant breeze found its way through the smooth reddish-orange rocks of Ya'ao Canyon, where two friends, Khalur Bint Lahad and Hinihak, played a game of apple bobbers in the Ya'ao River. Peace to you, breezes, Khalur said to the breeze. Sure happy to see you, breeze, Hini said sweetly to the gentle wind. The breeze wrapped itself around the two friends in a gesture of embrace, covering them in cool air, a welcome change of temperature from the burning heat of the canyon. Oh, Khalid stopped. She looked around. Honey was nowhere to be found. She popped her head under the water and saw Honey zooming around like a fish in its crystal blue depths. Oh, that honey! Khalur yelped as she dove back into the river, afraid to lose the game of apple bobbers to her feathered friend. A game of apple bobbers starts off simple enough. A friend grabs an apple, cuts it into slices, closes her eyes, and throws it all at once behind her into the water. Whoever gets the most apple slices wins the game. The winner gets to eat all the slices, though Khalur and Hini almost always shared the slices between one another. When Khalur reached the surface of the water for a gasp of air, she found Hini floating with a smile on her face. She had six apple slices in her claws. Khalur only had five. Pause out! Claws out! The two friends screamed together. I know there are more under there, Huller cried out upon seeing the six slices in Henny's claws. I don't think so, Huller, I think that's it, Henny said with a grin before tossing one slice back into the water. Both friends took deep gulps of air before getting ready to dive back into the water. Then, all of a sudden... <laughs> they saw something dart across the surface of the water. Wowee! Khalur yelled. What in the world was that? Henny shrieked. I do not know. I have never seen anything like it, and it was traveling so fast. Khalur yelped. Maybe it's time to get out of the water and eat, Henny advised. Khalur nodded in agreement. Clear our heads. The two friends hopped out of the water to dry off and began preparing a mouth-watering meal. Dry-baked cactus, prickly pear smoothies, an acorn salad, and dates. While the two friends were finishing up the last of the dates, they heard a loud, piercing shriek. <coughs> Khalur's nose turned white with fear, and Henny's feathers stood up on all ends. Never before had the friends ever heard a scream like that. It must be really bad. 
Someone must be in big trouble. The two friends began running in a panic but didn't know where to go. Someone needs help, Honey said worryingly. It came from this direction, Khalid said, pointing to her right. Hop on, it's easier to see from hop above, Honey said while motioning to Khalid. Henny circled right behind Yao Canyon and then took a left at Puffed Paws Point. It's there, Henny! Quick! Khalid pointed to a group of lizzies, hissers, coyotes, rattlers, and big horned babbatters gathering underneath a huge canopy tree. Eager as she was, Henny started a nosedive towards the ground. Slow down! Huller shrieked with bone-rattling fear. By the time the two friends reached the noisy crowd, they were drenched in sweat and panting hard. But where could they have gone? (laughs) I'm sure they'll come back. (laughs) They must have been really upset to leave like that. Like, seriously. (laughs) Yeah. Pardon me? Henny said while tapping a rattler on its back. What's going on? We heard a terrible shriek earlier. Simple, really. See that hunbun over there? Henny and Khalur could barely see a pair of tall white ears in the middle of the crowd. When she woke up this morning, her knees were gone. Henny and Khalur looked at each other in shock. (laughs) Well, that ain't how it happened. She noticed they left this afternoon. A coyote interrupted. He still couldn't believe it. They needed to talk to this hanbunner themselves. Making their way through the crowd, they came upon a mess of curly black and brown fur huddled into a ball. Excuse me, Henny said while gently nudging the ball of fur with her wing. Are you the hanbunner everyone's talking about? The hanbunner wouldn't look up. Khalur, meanwhile, was growing increasingly annoyed with the loud chatter all around them. She started rattling her tail in frustration and arching her back. Usually, Henny would talk her down when she got this annoyed, but Henny was focused on the hanbunner. Finally, Khalur exploded. Would you all be quiet? <gasps> this hanbunner is sitting here, and she is so we're all just talking. We want to help her. Hanbanas. Huh. Telling us what to do. Huh. Everyone slowly began walking away. Henny looked at Khalur disapprovingly. She was disappointed in her. I know. I could have handled that better. I was just so upset. Breathe. Henny advised as she herself took a deep breath. (sighs) Kholer did the same. And then said to the waning crowd, I am sorry for yelling at you all. I was so upset. And I just wanted to make sure this hanbunner is all right. Even though the crowd didn't answer back, Khalur felt good that she apologized for her actions. 
Henny and Chalur sat near the hunbunner at the top of the hill under the canopy tree. The field smelled of sage and wild oats. Hard as it was, Chalur resisted the temptation to roll around in the wild greens and waited for the hunbunner to speak. The little hunbunner looked up from where she was sitting. Her squinty blue eyes were big from crying, her nose pink from all the blowing, and her face wet from all the tears. She rubbed her eyes with her paws and stretched out. When she looked down, she became sad once again. I know why, she said with sorrow. Why what? Chalur asked. Why they left, the hunbunner continued. Yanais, Henny asked. The hunbunner nodded. What your name is? Purple, the curly-haired bunner replied. I wasn't good to them. They asked for so many breaks, but I did not listen, the bunner bemoaned while pointing to the canopy tree. Can I show you something? She asked the two friends. Henny and Chalur nodded. When Purpur tried getting up, she fell back down. Chalur ran towards the hanbane, but Henny stopped her and whispered, She didn't ask for your help, Chalur. Chalur didn't want to make Purpur feel bad, and so watched the bunner struggle. After some time, the hanbane smiled a weak smile. The kind of smile you make when you know everything is not okay, but you don't want to cry about it. She whispered loudly enough for the friends to hear. Maybe. I could use a little help. Of course. Of course. The two friends chimed in while rushing to help the bunner. Honey carried the bunner's floppers while Chalur carried the rest of her. To get into the bunny hole, you had to go down a smooth marble slide. This is the fun part, Purpur said slyly. Henny put one claw down and then the other one. She sat on her tail and pushed off. Wahoo! held on to her feet with her paws and pushed off with her tail, all while holding Purpur. Her slick fur made her go even faster. Yippee! The two friends screamed. It was a long way down. Purpur's home was colorful. The floors and walls were different colored sandstone. Red, orange, beige, and brown. She had all sorts of different colored marbles in the walls too. In there, Purpur pointed. Henny and Chalur walked towards a room filled with light. It was dazzling. When they walked in, they saw trophies and plaques and medals hanging from the walls, the ceilings, and on top of stands. Wow, Henny chirped. What are all these for? Chalur asked. Mountain climbing, Purpur said while beaming. I have been doing it since I was a babe. I'm a world champion. It's also why my knees left, Purpur said sadly. You can tell us, 
Henny said gently. Well, the past few days, my niece had been asking me to take a break and rest for a while. I have been training extra hard for an upcoming rock climbing competition. I fell while I was climbing, but I knew I'd be okay. Last night they were crying. I told them it would be okay. But they said enough was enough. They said I don't treat them well. Then this afternoon, I went down for a bunner nap. You know, a bunner nap. And when I woke up, they were gone. Elga Bloom, Huller said to herself. Why do you want them back? So you can hope again, of course, Purper said. Or is it so you can compete again? Henny asked. Purper was quiet. To be honest, I guess it is both, the bunner confessed. Why would your knees want to come back if you were just going to hurt them again? Huller questioned. You know, Henny added, if you don't treat your body well, it won't work. You have to eat good food and exercise, but you have to rest too. Purpur nodded. Spinach, broccoli, apples, carrots, berries, whole grains like rice and oats. That's what your body needs for fuel and to heal. So you're saying that if I want my knees back, I'm going to have to change my life around? Yes. yes. How would you treat your knees well? Huller questioned. I would give them a rest and not climb mountains every day. That is right, or else your body will not be able to rebuild itself. And I will make sure to sleep the whole night. Yeah, your bones and muscles can repair themselves after a good night of sleep. I will not eat chips or donuts all the time. I will eat my leafy greens, my spinach, kale and lettuce and fruits and all the things they always ask for. Very good. Very good, Huller and Honey cheered. Your body loves those foods. It makes you smarter and doubles your hopping powers. And I'll drink a lot of water. We're mostly made out of water, so we need it just to be alive. Well, Huller interrupted. You were not doing these things the whole time? Purper nodded. No wonder your knees left. Purper looked teary. He never thought about it until now. But I guess I did not treat them well at all. It makes sense now. <laughs> But I need help doing all of this. Huller and Henny both smiled. We love being healthy. We can help you. Oh, yes! The friends carried Purpur to the kitchen and began rummaging through her pantry. All they found were cookies, cakes, chips, sodas, and fries. 
this will only hurt you. It will not help at all, Huller said. Then I shall throw it away, Purpur beamed. The friends helped Purpur send all of her trash food to the toxic waste management of Yao Canyon. The three friends went exploring through the many gardens and fields of the canyons for carrots, lettuce, and berries. Purpur actually knew where all the gardens were. She just never bothered to eat the food she found there. She was able to show the friends around to the best berry patches, cactus bunches, and beanstalks around. Hini and Khalur showed Purpur how they prepared meals from the fruits and veggies they picked. They made bean patty burgers, a lettuce clover salad, and a date and mixed berry smoothie. This is so yummy, Purpur yelled. It is delicious. Her floppers began dancing all around her, and her long ears shaped themselves into a heart. Her body was very happy. You know what? Cholor said after pausing on a bite of the lettuce clover salad. I think we may have seen your knees while we were swimming earlier today. A kablurm. Yeah, those super fast things that were crying, Henny exclaimed. What direction were they heading? Purpur asked, alarmed. Towards the Spermlang forest, I think. Can we go there and see? Purpur pressed. It's almost not time, Henny cautioned. But maybe we could go for a quick night flight over this forest and then come back, Purpur said. Oh, I love a good nighttime fly. Henny looked at their eager faces. She really didn't think it was a good idea. Well, fine. I guess we'll just fly a bit and then come right back. Yahoo! Purpur and Khalid cheered. As the three friends flew over the canyons into the night sky, they spotted a thick column of smoke in the distance. Wow, over there! Purpur screamed. I'll say it, Honey said nervously. She tried flying a little closer to the smoke column, but instantly felt sick and couldn't see anything. In all the confusion, she stopped flapping her wings and the friends started falling. Oh! Hey! Khalur repeated while smacking her friend's face. You need to wake up! But Henny wouldn't wake up. To make matters worse, Purpur wouldn't stop screaming. Calm down! Khalur screamed at the bunny while smacking her paws. Henny, we're going to get really hurt if you do not wake up now! Khalur shrieked. Henny woke up with a fright and quickly glided to a soft grassy meadow, but not without some bumping and thrashing. Khalur flew off Henny's back and into some bushes while Purpur smacked into a tree. Once on the ground, Henny didn't feel well at all. 
Khalur stumbled out of the bushes. Purpur dragged herself to where Honey was sitting, hoping she could find her floppers. Are you okay, Honey? Khalur screamed across the meadow from the bushes. Her face was full of worry. I need to sit here and breathe for a while, Honey stuttered. Khalur ran over to where her friend was sitting to comfort her and keep watch. It was so, so much smoke, Honey said while panting. I know, Khalur said while patting her friend comfortingly. Khalur and Purpur didn't breathe in as much smoke as Honey. They covered their noses while she flew straight into it. Are you all okay? Yeah. Purpur patted Henny on the wing and looked out into the distance. There was some kind of big bonfire. She dragged herself a little closer. And then a little closer. She couldn't believe her eyes. There were paws, knees, ears, all sorts of body parts sitting around the fire and chatting casually. Maybe, she thought, her knees were here too. She saw a pair that looked like her own. They were covered in curly brown and black fur, and they were hopping about and dancing with a pair of paws. She couldn't control herself. He, it's me, Purpur, I'm no! Khalur screamed. Get back over here! We did not know any of them! Did not let them know we're here! Those are my knees! I want them big! Purpur yelped. She's a no good owner! Purpur's knees shrieked from where the bonfire was. The paws and other knees and ears, all the body parts, ran towards the friends, shrieking. They surrounded the friends and jumped on them. Me, you paws! Khalur hissed and meowed. A whiskered meow, they hissed back. This isn't right, we didn't actually do anything, Henny protested. The body parts stopped and stepped back. You know, a pair of ears began. They got a point. It was only the Hanbana who did something wrong. The other body parts agreed and let Henny and Khalur go. But they grabbed Purpur and put her in a cage made of bamboo sticks. What's your problem anyways? Why are you so angry? Purpur yelled from the cage. <laughs> Let me see, the pause began. My owner never used me. He said all day long, even though I asked him over and over again to go walk or run or play. And your knees told us all about what you did to them. A pair of ears began. We'll deal with you in the morning. Wait, what is going to happen to me? Purpur yelled from the bamboo cage. By morning, you'll know. A pair of paws snickered. In the coolness of the night, surrounded by big, beautiful, twinkling stars from up above, Purpur began crying. <laughs> she tried moving the bamboo sticks of her jail, but they were firmly planted in the ground. 
I really think it is going to be okay, Khalur said while brushing out the tangles in her own fur. She and Honey sat outside the bamboo jail, unable to move the sticks from out of the ground. Look, we know that you're going to eat well and treat your body right. But I don't know that yet, Henny interrupted. Right? But what if they don't believe me? <laughs> Just tell the truth and speak from your heart. That's called being sincere. Yes! Be sincere, Huller repeated. Everyone knows sincerity when they see it. They will believe users. <laughs> sincerity? <laughs> Sniffled Purpur. Sincerity, Huller and Honey repeated before snuggling up into one big ball of fur and feathers outside the bamboo jail so they could stay warm throughout the night. Purpur dug a small hole in the ground and covered herself with dirt so she could stay warm for the night. The next morning, the friends awoke with the first rays of sun poking through the horizon. Warm and snuggled as they were, they didn't want to move. Khalur opened her eyes and saw the pair of ears from the night before standing there. The other body parts were all there too, huddled around the bamboo cage. Egg bloom! Huller screeched. Purpura awoke with a fright and bumped her head against the bamboo. Itchy! Purpur moaned. Huller, why did you scream so hard? They are here! Oh! Henny began upon seeing the body parts gathered around them rather menacingly. Could I? I suppose you like early mornings. Purpur's knees appeared from the crowd of body parts. You hurt me so you don't deserve me anymore, they said while jumping around the cage. Purpur quivered. That's not true. I mean, I did hurt you. And I'm sorry. The words sounded forced. Purpur clearly felt intimidated. Intimidated means you feel like you're not as big as the people around you. Henny nudged her through the bamboo sticks. You're doing great. Tell them about all the changes you have made since they left, Khalid urged. Hey, um, I... You what? Her knees demanded. I eat greens now. Spinach and... Kale and berries. Her knees were quiet. I sleep. I sleep eight hours every night. And I, I drink a lot of water. I even emptied out the pantry of all the donuts, cakes, chips, and soda. And the mountain climbing competitions? Purpur's knees demanded, unconvinced. I just... I decided to take a break and rest. Whatever my body asks for, if it's tired or achy or thirsty, I listen to it now. Because I know that I only have one body and I have to take really good care of it. 
You care about me? Her niece said through sniffles. Me. There's only one of you. You are precious to me. Ah, release her! Oh, release her! She speaks words of love! Her knees cried. Purpur's knees ran to Purpur, hugged her, and then joined her again. She bent her face down so that her nose reached her knees. We make a good team, she said softly, while planting a soft kiss on both of them. The other body parts were all sniffles and tears. Well, that's an owner that really cares, said the ears. A pair of paws gave Khalur a hug. I hope I have an owner like that one day. You will. One day. But when? A pair of paws asked. None of your owners wanted you to leave. They just made mistakes. I'm sure they all want you back. Henny said soothingly. It could be today, or even tomorrow, or next week. But they will change their ways, just like Purpur did. You will see. The paws, ears, and other body parts gave the three friends hugs and kisses as they prepared for the flight home. Maybe we can stop on the way for a seaweed snack. Purpur said while contemplating the ride back to the canyon. Yeah, we didn't even eat breakfast yet and I'm hungry. I know the perfect place, Khalur said excitedly to her eager friends. In the afternoon, the three friends, Purpur, who couldn't stop showering her intact knees with kisses, Khalur, and Henny, set off towards Yao Canyon excited for a healthy lunch and a long nap. The end.